Okay, Today's daf is daf Lamed in Baba Kama. Right from the Mishnah, Shavich Mayim Rishis This is a person who, on purpose, pours water into the Rishis Rabbim. <clears throat> we'll see what we're talking about when you're allowed to do that, even if you're allowed to do it. But it, it is why would you be allowed to do it? So we we'll see what. Lama. <laughs> they all do it, right? They all do it. So people assume you're allowed to. So again, this is speaking about especially in the in the, the winter time when people are allowed to pour water in Rishis Still. If somebody got hurt by it, if somebody else got injured by it, we have to pay. Okay, that's what the Mishnah said. We mentioned that yesterday. I was like, here, talking about you on purpose. You threw water out. You did it. This case was mentioned yesterday. Also. Let's say you had some thorns or broken pieces of glass that you wanted to throw away. How do you dispose of them? So, you know, today we have all kinds of different bins for different kinds of garbage. So let's say he hid them in the Rishas Rab. Like he buried it under some ground or something like that. But still, somebody got hurt. But I go to a skid or, or I go to a skid, let's say you, uh, you, instead of having a wall, uh, a wall made out of uh, rock, you had it out of thorns, so, and somebody got hurt, somebody walked by got hurt, it was like the thorns were sticking into Rishis Rabin, or, or your wall fell into Rishis Rabin, you didn't clean it up in time, you have to pay. So we'll see all these things, because you, you, you put this nuisance, this this um, mazik into Rishis Rabin, whether it's water, or thorns, or broken pieces of glass, you weren't careful for your chayv to pay. Omer Rav, lo shan alisha tinfo kem. So Rav learns, like he learned on the Mishnah two days ago, we're not speaking about where the person got We're talking about where your kalim, where your garments, or your kalim got hurt. So we're speaking about, according to Rav, where it's not hefker. You kept the water. You poured the water in, but you were going to use it somehow. Uh, so if your kalim got, got uh, injured by this, got dirty or whatever, then you're chayev because, we're, so we're not talking about boar, because boar, you're not chayev on kalim. It's not because you made an, uh, an obstacle in the Rosh like a boar, but rather it's because its stuff is still yours. So you slipped on the water. What caused you the damage? The ground. That's, uh, that belongs to the public, and therefore you can't claim it from anybody. Somebody mentioned the other day that, yeah, so uh, somebody's good, you can, you can um, sue the city, you know, you could sue the city for causing damage, but that's you know, people get away with that. You know, they fell on the sidewalk and they sued the city, but basically you can't go after an individual. I don't understand. This water over here, what caused the damage? Your water, you pour the water out into the ground and it mixed with the dirt, so you have like a clay-like substance, like refesh. So it's your, it's yours. So what, 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 so what's, what's the, what's the point of this? This is loyal rifsha mashlos the rashes milu machayv kilo of kiro. So therefore, therefore, you should be chayev for that as well. So therefore, why do you say your putter on the person being damaged? It's your obstacle. The person should be chayev for you. Should be chayev on the person also. In other words, this that we say that shor v'lo'adam chomar v'lokeim when it comes to bore shor v'lo'adam chomar v'lokeim in terms of killing the person, but in terms of nezek for the person, in terms of the person who is damaged. You have to pay for that. So why does Rob say you don't have to pay for an individual who got hurt while well, he fell on the ground? But it's your clay that damaged him. It's like your clay. You think that it's speaking about where the water still is in the dirt. In other words, it's still moist and it's clay-like. And it did the damage. In a case like that, maybe you would be high even on damaging the person too if he broke his leg on it. But here we're speaking about the Tamamai. Here we're speaking about the water dried up. There is a water that I poured out is gone. So if the water I poured out is gone, what did I do here? What's the Kiddush over here? 
So this is Tartalam. We have said this before also. The Mishnah said before, the, according to Rav learned the previous Mishnah, where Nishbur Akado Rabim, and you slipped on the water of Mukharzis, or Buter says that's only the, 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 if the Kalim got dirty in the water. But not Avahuatzma Potter Karkam Mazikoso. So according to Rav, what's the Chedish in all this? So, um, again, if somebody slipped on the water, then he's Moda. Okay, then they the slipped on the water or the clay, then the Charav would be motor that the clay to damage the person if you hire for a broken leg as well, besides the garments. But if it's dried up, then you're, you're only Chayev if, the, um, if there's somehow the water that you dropped there, that you dropped there even, if it's, even if it's dried up, caused some dirt on the Kalim, caused your Kalim to be damaged, but not on the person. But what's the point of the whole Mishnah? What's well, how's it done in the previous Mishnah where uh, you broke your Kad versus Rabin? Um, once in the summer, once in the winter. This is we learned that you're allowed to open up your gutters in the winter, and you're allowed to clean out your basements, your your caves, whatever your uh, your cellars, and throw the junk into the into the public street. In the summer, you can't do that because that's considered an obstacle. But in the winter, when the roads are all muddy anyway, it doesn't make any difference. So the chiddush is that not only in the summer months. But in the, even in the winter, where well, you're not allowed to, but in the winter months where you're allowed to put the stuff out there, even though you did it with permission, if they did damage, as the rabbi said, you're allowed to put your stuff out there in the winter. But if you do it and somebody gets hurt by it, you're still responsible for it. That's the point. So Rashi says, no refuge at all. So, so what's really the Kiddush over here? Rabbis are not telling you to be Kiddush, except to say that we're only talking about the Tina from the Kalim, not of the person himself if the water is dried up. What's the point of the whole mission? It's telling me that not only, most summer, uh, not only in the summer, but even in the winter, when you're allowed to put your stuff out there, if there was damage done, you have to pay. This we said that if you put these obstacles into Rosh Hashanah, these mazikim, like, you know, you, you put your broken glass, so you stuck it somewhere, or you stuck it under the ground, uh, or you put it in a fence, and uh, you, you put your, your, your fence was made out of thorns, and it damaged somebody, that's only if the fence stuck out into Rosh Hashanah. Mafriach means it's projected into Rosh Hashanah. But Samson, let's say it's on my land. My fence is on my land. Right? And my fence is made out of thorns. And you come and you push yourself into my wall. Well, who asked you to do that? It's my wall. But Samson, if it's, if it's exact, in other words, it's within my property, lo, my time of potter. What's the reason you put them? It's not normal for people walking along to rub themselves against the private walls of the individuals who own them in the private property. Let's say I have, and it's what's a person hides these things, a person has thorns like the garbage left over from his, uh, cleaned up his harvest, whatever, or the thorns he just cleaned up, the, the gardener cleaned up, and he's got broken pieces of glass. What do you do with those things? They didn't have garbage collection in those days on Wednesday and Wednesday, whatever. They didn't pick it up. What do you do? So what he did is he stuck it into the other into his neighbor's wall, stuck it into the wall, you know, between the pieces of the of the uh, of the stone, whatever. He stuck the he stuck it in there. Now the, the owner of the wall came and he took down the wall. He had to rebuild a new one. Meanwhile, he took down this one, or he didn't have one at all. But enough was just robbed, and these mazikim fell into just robbed. The ziko The who's chayev? The guy who pulled down the wall. Had he not pulled down the wall, then the the obstacles wouldn't have caused any damage, yes, but who gave you the right to put your stuff in his wall? This is a weak wall. That a weak wall, the person who put the stuff in there should have anticipated that the wall may be rebuilt and he might pull the wall down. 
but if it's a strong wall, no reason to get it. Potter, the guy who put the stuff in this potter, the Chai Balakosa. Interesting thing, Chai Balakosa, he says on the side, why is Chavgoso? Because he did something unusual. You have a strong wall over here, and what are you taking it down for? You should check down, you should have assumed that people could stuff in there if it's a strong wall, and therefore it's your responsibility. You should have checked it. Yeah, but but exactly. But when, but he takes. The other guy have put but if he takes it down, anyway. but if he knocks it down into the Rishus Harabim, he should have looked for Mazikim there. What was the guy putting, because that was common, in. right? In other words, the issue is not using the wall. Zen of Zelochaser. In terms of putting stuff in your wall, Zen of Zelochaser. So I put the stuff in your wall. What do you care? It, there's no. It doesn't uh, visually. You don't see. It doesn't bother anything. It's just stuck in the wall there. But the point is that. If I if I want to put it in there and it's a weak wall, I should have anticipated you're going to knock down the wall shortly. But if it's if it's something that's a strong wall, then I didn't have to anticipate that. And the person who took down the wall, why did he take down the wall? Just because his neighbor put up a fancier wall, he wanted to put up one too. He should have looked for those mazikim. This according to this, it comes out. Let's say Ruvain had a bore. And Shimon came along and put a cover on the boar. In other words, Reuben had a boar, rather, he had a boar, an open pit. And he took Shimon's lid and he put it on top. He took Shimon's lid and he put it on top. And now Shimon came and took off his lid. The balabor is chayev, right? Because we're saying that the, 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 the person who put the mazik in there, he's responsible. In other words, it's just like the person who put the broken glass in the wall, and the wall fell down, the person who put the broken glass, if it's a weak wall, should have anticipated it. Here we're saying the same thing. The person who put the mazik, right? The, the, uh, you know, he, he, covered, he covered up his pit with somebody else's lid, and the owner of the lid came and took it away. Where Pshita, isn't that obvious? Right? What's Ravina teaching me? Rashi says, That's like a boar in the coastal. In other words, the guy who put the broken glass in the wall should have anticipated it's a weak wall, the wall may come down, it's going to cause damage. Well, the same way, the guy who took who had a boar who covered his bore with Shimon's lid should have anticipated that Shimon may come along and take his lid and therefore leave the bore exposed just like leaving the glass exposed. There it's different. The owner of the wall, right, didn't know the owner of the glass. So maybe there it's possible because there's no, the owner of the wall didn't know who put the glass in. So therefore the guy who put the glass in should have anticipated that He's not going to find him, so he should anticipate that this wall may come down and my glass may cause damage. But over here, the owner of the lid knows who the owner of the pit is. So he might, might say, listen, maybe the owner of the lid, when he takes his lid, should have informed the owner of the pit, and therefore the owner of the pit should not be responsible. Kamashmal, we don't say that. Kamashmal, we don't say that. Hmm? No. no, no, public property. Because it does damage, and the private property is not responsible. Bore is only high in public property. In private property, what are you doing in my property? If I entitle, if I let you come in, I invited you in. I had a board there that I'm responsible, but normally I'm not responsible. So the point is that he's responsible either way, whether he could have informed him or not. Another thing, maybe in the case of the uh, of the lid, the owner of the lid should have informed 
the owner of the pit that he's taking his lid. Kamashma, we don't say that. Talk about hiding your garbage in a public area. They used to hide their garbage and bury it, really, their thorns and their broken glass. But also say, in their fields, three fachim damach. They would put it down, they would dig it down deep down so as not, so that the plow would not interfere with their garbage. You know, you have, you had a, this is all, um, we're talking about here, I was, what was the proper way for waste disposal? Right. Like, landfill, no, no, but waste disposal. In other words, when you, when you have waste, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to deal with it so that it shouldn't cause damage. So he said that the early Hasidim would dig it down, three tfachim down, so that it wouldn't interfere with, my, with the plow. He would put it in fire, burn it. Rabbi Shalom would just throw it in the river. Or maybe the Haiman, the Gelas is the Chideko River. Haiman, the Gwadim of Hasidim, if a person wants to be a Chassid, Lakayim, Milid, and Zikim, he should be Lakayim, the words of Nazikim, that means Babakam, Babatsi, Babasra. As, in other words, you could say it's Beinam Lachavero, Rabbi Milda Avos, the things learned in Avos. Some say the words of brachos, the words that learn in brachos, kind of those words. There's all kinds of drushim about this. Think that, um, you know, Zikin and Obos is basically ben Arnum Lechavero, right? Be careful, Arnum Lechavero. If you want to be a chos, you want to be a righteous person, a, 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 a pious person, make sure that the first thing is don't do any damage. That's the first thing I say. You know, first thing is you, people coming to help, people coming to do things. First thing, do no damage, do no harm. That's one thing. So, so another pshat that Mile Mile keeps saying the words of the Zikin. He didn't say Mikayim the Halachas. He says the words of the Zikin. In other words, sometimes words can do much more damage than, than physical harm. And something Mile Davis, the words of our fathers, Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, who spoke nicely, Avram, and, uh, uh, you know, called, even though Avram was the God of Lador, when the, when the three Malachim came in dressed as Arab, uh, you know, as, as, as Arab um, travelers, he said, you know, he called himself an evid to them. He talked nicely. The things that we learn in Shemun the things that we talk about, the Chonadas, Rafaenu Hashem, Rafacholim, all the things that we talk about as attributes of the Bron Shalom, we should try to emulate them also. So something because it's the words of the, he's emphasizing the words of these things, the words of the Zik, and the words of us, the words of Brachos. It was very common for people to take out their straw and their stubble into the Rishisarab and for people to step on and to turn it into proper fertilizer. So <clears throat> that's what they would do. So he took his stuff out there and waited for him to be trampled. And we'll see, even, is that proper to do? Yes, because Yeshua, when he, when he d- d- divided up the land, he conquered the land, divided it up, that was one of the Tanam that he said. They, didn't, they weren't able to buy... A fertilizer ready-made in a bag over at the hardware store, so that's how they would make their uh, f- a fertilizer, so or compost, whatever you want to call it. But meanwhile, he took it out. Somebody else got damaged. This is similar to what we learned before. We'll see the differences that even even if you're allowed to, the finishes that even if you're allowed to, as we saw before, even in the winter months when you pour it out, you're allowed to. You're still high But here he says something else. Whoever takes the stuff first can take it. <coughs> Even though you're allowed to put it out there, somebody else grabs it, it's okay. Now, what do we mean? What do we call it? Does that mean all of it or only the improved part? We'll talk about that. Any, any obstacle, anything that causes damage to Robin, somebody else has got hurt by it, you have to pay. Bechol comes up. And here again, he says, whoever, since you put your stuff out there, whoever wants to take it, it take it, it's free. It's like Hefker. 
Then the third halacha, hopefully this will go, which was in yesterday's Gemara, if you kicked around some dung in Rosh Hashanah, let's say from one place to another, Buzik ben Acher Chayim Niski, you have to pay. Gemara explained yesterday, it's where you went meant to acquire it, so it wasn't bore. Remember, we learned bore, if you learn bore, is when it's hefker, so this could have been hefker too. But if you learn bore is only when it's not hefker, it's only your chayv on something which belongs to you, this is speaking about where you went to acquire it and somebody else got damaged, your chayv to pay. In a time when they're allowed to take out the foliage, the fertilizer, and that's when they're allowed to put the, use the Rishasrav, that Automotsi he's allowed to take out his zevil, his fertilizer, to compost the foliage into the Rishasrav, and can gather it up there, make it a pot for 30 days, so that it should be trampled on by the feet of people, animals, people and animals should trample on it and turn it to fertilizer. That's, that was the condition that Yeshua made when he, when he gave everybody their share of the land. He said, listen, but the public areas, people are allowed to put their foliage there and turn it into, into fertilizer. So here the Chara says that you're allowed to. Let's say in the winter months when people take it out, you're allowed to do that. Armish says, you're chayev if somebody gets damaged, right? I think more first is a field term of Yudah. Motor Yudah shim hizik mishalim ma'ashezik. Yudah's moda, that if you get, it says you're allowed to do it. Yeshua said you're allowed to put your stuff out into the street, but if somebody got damaged by it, you have to pay. He says, you're potter. If somebody got damaged, remember the camel was riding, you had a camel and it had big packages on it and it somehow caught a fire from one store and burned stuff down, you have to pay. But if you got damaged by the near Hanukkah, there's, if you damaged by the near Hanukkah in the street, if the, if the fire was in the store, then it's the Gummel's fault, or the owner of the Gummel. If it's out in the street, it's the person who made the fire. But if it's near Hanukkah out in the street, when you're allowed to, because of Kersumanisa, you're potter. He did it with permission. So here it's Masha Ryuta says, when you do things with permission, like Yoshua granted permission for people to put their foliage out in the street, to be trampled upon, you should be potter. My love, Mishim Rishus Bezin, isn't because Bezin allowed him, uh, when you say Rishus, doesn't mean because Bezin allowed him Rishus uh, for the near Hanukkah, which is the same thing over here, that Yoshua allowed them, uh, gave them permission to put their foliage out. It's love, Mishim Rishus Mitzvah. There it's because it was a mitzvah. In other words, in Hanukkah, it's a mitzvah. From a mitzvah, you're potter if it did damage. Tanya Rebut Omer, but near Hanukkah, pot makes you Rishus Mitzvah. But over here, it's just Rishus Bezin. If it's a mitzvah, then you're potter for any damage because your person had the right to put their fire out there. So you're potter for any damage. But if, it, but if it's just Rishus of the Bezin, meaning that Yeshua told him, listen, put your foliage out in the street to turn it into fertilizer. But if somebody falls on it, you have to pay. And that's what you could say over here, too. So Rebut was saying is, in the winter months or whenever they allowed it, when, you know, the certain areas, the times of the year, I guess when you have to have your lights on on the main roads and those times of the year when you put your foliage out, you're allowed to do that. But if somebody got damaged by it, they're going to pay. Tashma. Go. Right. The second part of Mishra Shemuel says all these obstacles that, you, that you're allowed. Here the price says... Any, all these things that we say, you're allowed to put these things in Shisra, Mesika Chayavim, you have to pay for Rabbiuda Poter. Here's Mash, Rabbiuda says, if you're allowed, if you granted permission to put this stuff in, you are absolved of paying for any damages. Ah, very good. Our Mishas, you want to say our Mishas goes, it doesn't go like Rabbiuda, because Rabbiuda says you're Poter if somebody got damaged. Rabbiuda's talking about when you're allowed to put it at the, at the in season, you're allowed to. Our Mishas speaking about who wasn't in season. You put your foliage out in the street in a time that it's going to cause damage not in season there you're chayef to pay but a beauty says you're potter to pay if it's in season 
Ravashi is very simple. Our mission is a different case. We're talking about putting out leaves. If you're putting out foliage, people take out their leaves, their foliage, and turn that into fertilizer, that's one thing. Ravashi is our mission, which says that you have to pay. Is speaking about Tavno Bakashotan, Mishim the Misriki. Our mission is speaking about uh, uh, straw and stubble, which are hard, and those and they're slippery. In other words, the water doesn't, uh, doesn't get absorbed in them as well, and therefore the water sits on it and they're slippery. There your Chai Vashas does it because they haven't yet been turned into, into uh, fertilizer. The Kashim Machlikim and Machikim Rabbiuda says that you're allowed to and that you don't get punished for it. You're allowed to take it out of the place when it's already Zevo, when it's already, and it, uh, people don't slip on it as easily. So, therefore, therefore our Mishnah could be speaking about a different case. You, you took out stuff which was hard. And there you hype it. You're not allowed to put that stuff out. The, what you're allowed to put out, you're allowed to put out leaves, etc. Which, even though we think leaves is very slippery, but if they're already a little bit decomposed, then it's not considered as bad. And therefore, you're allowed to put it out in rebutus. And therefore, if it does damage, you're not responsible to pay for rebuta. Even even then, even in that case, Kosham Mutaran Lakalko, the Tanakama still says Mazikachayim Lasham. Rebutus is your putter. But our mission could come out like our beauty. Our mission could be speaking about not in season. Our mission could be speaking about uh, Tevin and Kash, and he's speaking about uh, other leaves that are already decomposed. Now the mission said, If you're allowed, you, when you take your straw and stubble out your sarabim, ben, you're That could either go like a beauty, you're talking about not in season or Tevin and Kash, or it could go like the Chacham and say that you're allowed to put it out, but still you have to pay. And, uh, whoever, whoever takes it to be, to be Zachar. This indicates that it's speaking about where you didn't necessarily have permission. It makes more sense to say where you didn't have permission. You did it not in season. Or you did something which wasn't, which people will slip on. So therefore, they, they say that not only, uh, that, 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 that anybody wants to take it, could take it. Trim Galil said, all obstacles are Mishis Rabin. Somebody gets damaged, people can take Kotram Zach. So what does it mean, Kotram Zach? Um, Rav, Rav says, Bein begufan, Bein Then When we say that whoever wants to take it means not only the capital, you know, the main item itself, they call the corpus, the main part of it, right? You know, the, the foliage that you stuck out, you took out leaves, not only that can somebody take, but they could take even the shvach, the part that, that increased, the part that got better, the part that turned into real, real fertilizer. You can only take out the shvach, the, the, the part that turned foliage, the part that turned into, into fertilizer, you can take gufan, but not the goof. You see this mash from the sock there, like the, that it's baby goof, you can take out everything. What's the machlot? It's Michael. If you over, it comes to goof and mishum mishum shvachem. Just like the knas, you weren't supposed to put it out. As we said, it either wasn't in season or it was a hard item. So because you, the rabbi said, you, you're not entitled to gain by your sin, by your, by your uh, being over on a misdemeanor, putting the stuff in Shisarabim, you shouldn't be able to gain. So therefore they said, the gain, anybody could take. And once you make a knas on the gain, you make a knas on the shvach to Vaziriyam or on the shvach, their corner says anybody can take it, but not the goof. That's still your property, even though you said it in Shusharabim, you weren't mafkir. Tanan, I hope they go. What about the last part of the mission? Says Shusharabim v'huzik banacher, and someone else got damaged. Chayiv v'nisko v'ilu kolakarums and zol loktani. Now over here, when it comes to galal dung, gung dung has no improvement. It's already in its its perfect fertilizer, right? It's it's exact fertilizer. It's already dung. So we kolakarums zacher. So here you see, it doesn't say that anybody can take it. It's mashma. Akasha on Rav. Rav says you can take the goof. Here you can't take the goof. It doesn't say kol karam zacha, but no one says kol karam in the first two cases where you're improving something, not where it's done. 
says Tanul Reish Rulon Sefer. The answer is well, we mentioned Kalakam Zachan Nufsim Reish, so it applies to the Sefer too. That's that's the simple answer, first answer. I Tanul Love, but we learn Asur Mishum Gezel. We learn you're not allowed to take it. <laughs> you're not allowed to take it in that case of the dung. You're not allowed to steal it. That means that you can't take the goof. No, so you can't take it. It's going on the whole mission, including the first part where we talk about the shvach too. We talk about the straw and the shvach. What does that mean? And wherefore, what does it mean? It's not just going on that. It's going on everything in the sense. It means that whoever stole, whoever took it, you put it as robin. Then you say whoever wants to take it can take it. Whoever picked it up and took it, it belongs to him, and therefore you can't steal it. And that's what he means. Yeah, that's a nice answer, but the, but we have a price that goes against that. Valok taniachi, our mission, the tan emotzi kedem kashloshes rabim sounds like a mission is valim. Who's berachah chayv and isko? Kolmon zochah umutam mishum gezel. So this mission says more than our mission. It adds, it says the same part as the tevim the kash, and somebody gets damaged and somebody can take it. Umutam mishum gezel, and you're allowed to steal it. Davavachas agoloshes rabim esik manachah chayv valsim mishum gezel. So you see very clearly that you can't steal, you can't take the stuff that has no shvach, you can't take the goof. In the case of the Galal, and in the case of the uh, of the where there is Shvach, Mutamishim Gezel sounds like we're talking about the Shvach. Although by Yitzchak Galal comes yes and cash from Galal. Here's you know what you want to know why there you're not allowed to take it, and here you're allowed to take it. Not because they were only talking about the Guf, and here we're talking about the Shvach. Something which hasn't proven comes to go from Shvach. So they made a knas on the Guf on the principle as well as the Shvach, and say whoever wants to take it can take it. Like the Galal, which get, cannot have any improvement. Lokanas, there's no reason for the knas, so you can't ask Kasha from there. Okay, so again, Rav stands his ground and says that your konates the, the Guf out to the Shvach when there is Shvach. According to Rav, who says, that you, you that you, anybody could take the goof as well as the shvach la alter kansinen. Do you do you count him the alter as soon as he puts out in the street before it even produced any shvach before it turned into it produced any any um, fertilizer? Can he steal it right then? Are you allowed to take it? Once the shvach, since you say that if the if the shvach your konis the goof out to the shvach, maybe it's only when the shvach is actually there. So we want to bring a, a, a proof to this from the question we just raised. Midikar iron and galal. Since he has to cash from galal, and Rashi says, since he has to cash from galal on Rav, mechal the eus over la alter considers mashma that the knas is right away because if it's only after the shvach by galal there is no shvach, so it's mashma that he assumes that Rav holds that you're allowed to take the goof immediately even even if it didn't make any shvach because he put it into the street to make shvach. Anybody's allowed to take it even before it made shvach. When we asked Kashmir Gal before we saw Rav Nachman's answer, what was Rav Nachman's answer? We're only Kones the goof out to the Shvach where there is Shvach, but not by the dung. You're not Kones the goof where there is no Shvach. So Rav Nachman, the boss of Rav Nachman, you can't ask any Kash at all once he gave his, his answer. Rashi says, uh, because we thought originally, even though there's no shvach eventually, like the case of Glau, he could still take it. But after he gave his answer, only because of the shvach. In other words, the konus the goof out to the shvach. Now that we know that your konus the goof out to the shvach is that only is that immediately even before it produced any shvach, or only when it produced the shvach? So that was our caution. It's not really answered. But to the basic question, uh, to the basic question of Machlokas Rav and Zairi, when we say over here, whoever wants to take it, I put the straw stubble in just Rav, or any obstacle in just Rav. So I'm, I, I, anything that I put in just Rav, uh, and it caused damage, I have to pay. And not only that, 
somebody wants to take it, they can take it. Is that only going on the shvach or even on, Rav says, even on the guf? So in Mara, I say, Lema Ketanoi, Chardis Machlok, same as the following Machlok, Shemesh, Tash, Gosbo, Ribis. I lend you money for Ribis. Reuven lends money to Shimon, an IOU, at 5%, right? A typical IOU with interest. Now, Reuven, that's, that, that document is a bad document. It goes against the Torah. You're not allowed to charge usury. So, Lema Ketanoi, Shemesh, Gosbo, Ribis, Konsonoso, we consent the Malva for lending Ribis. Vayne Govolos, Gamesa, Ribis. The mayor says, you lost everything. I lent you $1,000 at 5%. You know what? Because I put that in a document, I can't even collect $1,000. The document's a bad document. You can get the $1,000 back. You're just not supposed to take the extra $50, right? Can't take the the Rav, who says you konase what? The shvach, as the goof as well as the shvach, both of them. So he goes to Kermayer, we're Konasu, not only can't you collect the interest, but you also can't collect the principal. Ziri Omar, Ziri says, no, only the shvach, the extra part, we we, 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 we allow Kolokarim and Zacha, but not the principal. Ziri will go like the Rabbanan, who say that you can collect your principal in the case of the loan, just can't collect the that's interest. Not, that's not on the document. Oh, oh, so that's good. It's constantly, because the document itself is a bad document. So we'll see that far. Mars can say it's far. So Rav will say, I who say that in the case of the foliage of the street, that anybody can take the whole thing, including the goof. I can even collect a button who say that in the case of the loan, the principal, he's enti- the mob is entitled to the principal. The carrot is mutter. There's nothing wrong with the Karen. The, the money is good money. I lent him $1,000. Why shouldn't I get back my $1,000? No Isra involved in giving him $1,000. Avalacha, Karen Gufa Kamazik. But over here, the foliage that I put out in the street is a Mazik. I shouldn't have put it out there at Lechachil. As we said, we're speaking about even not in season, or the car- or it's talking about straw and stubble, which caused damage anyway. In other words, there, my sin was right away. I put, I put the foliage out there. That's a bad act. Lending the guy $1,000 is not a bad act. So I can here I put a good mazik in the the Karen itself is a mazik, so maybe they cancel the Karen too. But over there, a thousand dollars that I lent him is, is for a mitzvah. I'm, I'm lending the guy money. There's nothing wrong with that. Zira Zira will tell you. Says Zira says you can only collect, you can only uh, uh, take the shvach, not the Karen in the rishus Another method. I could even collect a mayor in the case of of the uh, ribbit, and I'll even collect a mayor who says you can't collect it at all. Very good. That's what I'm referring to. That at the time they wrote the, the, the loan document, the IOU, it was, a, it was a sin right there. You're writing a loan document with, with 5% interest. They put a stipulation right there. That's already there. He says, you know what? The whole document stinks. The whole document is bad. But over here, I put the foliage in the Okay, it could cause damage, but who says it's going to? You don't know for sure it's going to cause damage. In the case of the IOU, it was a sin from the beginning, you can't write it. The note was a, was a sin, but over here, it's only going to be a sin if I cause damage. So therefore, they still, it's not. Still shows proof that he was below the thousand Yeah. <clears throat> right, right. But so it's a knas. So of course, he lent the money, but the knas is because he wrote it. They wrote a they wrote a lot. They wrote a sin to begin. So therefore, the 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 the, the, uh, the arguments are not necessarily the same. Let's say our machlokas of Robin's series like the Fontanam. Which are similar, where the Brisa says this fond Brisa is similar to our You take out your straw and stone, to turn it into fertilizer. Somebody got damaged, you have to pay. Okay, and everyone wants to take it. This is just like our Mishnah. Now here he adds on 
and it's usher because of stealing, which is the horror problem itself. You just said whoever wants to take it can take it, and then you say that it's usher Bishum Gesel. What's going on here? We'll come to that. But the Tanakhama says whoever wants to take it can take it. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer, all obstacles from Shisram, Vizikin, Chayav Hashem, Kokarim, Zacha, Umutar Mishum Gesel. So he says you're allowed to Gesel. First of all, we have a problem with the Tanakhama, Gufakasha. Amri Kolokarim Zacham, and first you said whoever wants to take it can take it. What's going on? Whoever wants to take the improvement, the shvach, the foliage that turned into, into um, uh, fertilizer, is going on the shvach. On the guf. Okay, that will go like Zairi, right? That we're to say that this is dependent. Zairi and Rav is telling Machlok That sounds like Zairi. You could take the shvach, you can't take the, the guf. comes to say no. I feel a guf Whoever wants to take a kolakam zachaben, because he says kolakam zachan, and mutar mishum gezel. Smashbi could even take the guf. That's the same machlok as Rav and Zairi is the same machlok as the Tanakama and Shemuel. So Marshal Zairi vadi tanoi. Where is Zairi vadi vadi machlok storm? Because no way, there's no way that Zairi can come out like Shemuel. Shemuel says yeah, it's it's kolakam zachaben and mutar mishum gezel. You can take everything. You can take the shvach and the and the guf. So no way Ziri comes out like him, but the Rav But Rav, who says he can get both, is he dafka like the Shem or he could even come like the Tanakama? Everybody else comes to Guf Mishim Shvach. Everybody says that you can take the Guf as well as the Shvach, and the rabbis put a Knas on the Guf because of the Shvach, meaning you can take everything. Bahacha, what's Machlokas here? Bahalacha ve'ain Marin can't come in for you. Bahalacha over here, the the Machlokas over here is, is that Bahalacha? But you don't pass in that way publicly, or you even tell people to do that way. What does it mean, Dave? Ma, what we're saying now is this. Rob will say, everybody holds over here that if you put the stuff in Shisarabim and it causes a damage either because it wasn't in season or it was an item that can cause damage and it caused damage, you have to pay. And whoever wants to take the stuff can take the stuff, including the goof, including the shvach. You can take everything. That's not a law. Really, you could take it. That's how, that's how Rob will say. They both say that. Shemuel clearly says it. But the Tanakh will also say it. What's the machlok in Tanakh and Shemuel? Sometimes that's the halacha. You could take it, but you don't tell people to take it. In other words, Reuben who put his stuff in Shisrab and Shimon wants to come along and take it. It's Shisrab foliage. He really could take it. He really could take it because Reuben wasn't such a good guy putting it there. But we don't tell him to go take it. If Shimon says, "Can I take his stuff?" Well, no. It's his. He put it down there. We're not going to tell him to take it. So Rav Huna Rav says, Halacha ve'in morinkein. That's halacha. We don't pass in that way. We don't. We don't. We don't pass in that way publicly. Vada brava halacha morinkein. And you pass in that way. So that's our. That's the machlokas here. Shem Luil will tell like Vada brava halacha morinkein. You tell him, listen, you go take whatever you want. And the Tanakam will go like Rav Huna Rav says, Halachas. If he takes it, it's okay. There's no. It's not stealing, right? If he takes it, it's okay. But. But we don't pass in that way. That's what we say. That mean that we mean we say kol karm zachavahen. But asurim shum gezel. If you ask him shayla, if you ask him shayla, say don't take it. But if you took it, it's okay. That's what you mean over here. That's how Rav will explain it. So the machlokas Rav and Zira is not totally in that. I is that the case for Ravuna after Choshlet? Ravuna, when people put um, uh, barley, um, barley that had been peeled, that had been shelled. Uh, they, they would leave it out in Shisram to dry. And uh, Rafuna said, listen, this is causing a problem. It's causing, it's an obstacle for people. They've got to go around it or whatever. And therefore he was mafkred as a knas. Ravada Barava, afkris likusta. He was mafkris likusta. Likusta was the refuge, the refuse of dates. They used to make beer out of dates, date beer. Not like we make it today out of hops, mostly out of dates. So the, most of the beer of the Gemara is, is uh, date beer. 
so they would t- the, the refuse of that they would leave out to dry and it would turn hard and they would give it the, to donkeys to eat. So when they put it in Rishus Rabba, these things were obstacles. And Ravada Barava was mafkir as a knas. Mafkir says, okay, it's mafkir whoever wants to could take it. So Bishlam Ravada Barava Kishmaita Ravada Barava says, when people put an obstacle in Rishus Rabba to dry out or to turn into fertilizer or whatever they want to do, and somebody got damaged by it, they have to pay. Okay, fine. Not only that, you could take it on your own. If you want, you could take it on your own. Ravada Barava seems to go extremely to say that not only can you take it on your own, but you can take the principle also, not just the improvement. But, uh, but the Tanakama, right, he says, like who, who says what? Not, not only can you take the improvement, you can, according to Rav, you can take everything, the improvement as well as the goof, but you paskin that way also. So Ravada Barabbas says, you know, it's half to take it. Anybody wants to take it. El Rafuna, Leim Maharabe, Rafuna, who now is Mafkarit, we just said before, Rafuna said, the halacha is that if you take it, it's okay. If Rav Shimon comes along and takes it, okay. But we don't tell him it's okay to take it. We don't matter to him. So how are you going to say, maybe Rafuna retracted his opinion, and he went like Rav Adabrav, who said that the halacha is, even you tell them, you could take it. Not necessarily so. Hanu, these people who put their stuff out, mutarin havu, or mutarin, they were warned. Here the mutarin means, here the mutarin means, they had been warned many times. And they were told by the rabbi, take your stuff out of Shazram, it's being mafria. You know, in a particular case, he could say, listen, you can't do it. And they didn't listen, therefore he was mafrid. But normally, Rafuna would say that if a guy, if Reuben puts his foliage out into the street in order to turn it into um, fertilizer, and uh, of course, if somebody gets damaged by it, he's damaged by it. But are you allowed to take it? You're allowed to take it. According to Rav, you're allowed to take even the goof, not just the principle. According to Zir, you can only take the principle. If we've seen past like Rav, you can take the goof as well as the principle. But the question when you take about, are you, if, if they ask a Shiloh, can I take the principle, what do we tell them? According to Rafuna, you tell them no, you don't tell them you're allowed to take it. According to Rav, Rav you tell them yes. All right, we'll pick them here tomorrow, Mr. Shem Shnei on the next mission. So nowadays, the store owners that are always putting their stuff out, Right. Well, the question is, when they put their stuff out on the sidewalks, it's not necessarily, that's one thing, it's not necessarily really Rishis Rav. You're allowed to walk there, but it's not really a public thoroughfare. Not as much. And second of all, it could very well be that if you, if you uh, tripped on it, you'd have, you'd have to pay. You'd, you'd have to pay. But we wouldn't possibly that you're allowed to steal it because, because it's not the same. Not really, it's not really a, it's not really a uh, obstacle in Rishis Rabin that, that people are going to get damaged by it. You know, they... They stretch their ways in Rosh Hashanah, but somebody got hurt by it in a family. They could sue him. Sometimes it is an obstacle. Okay, well.